0: Good morning. Today is Monday, June 29th, 2020. Welcome to the One America podcast. I hope you all had a good weekend. I hope that uh, wherever you live in the country or indeed around the globe, you had some good weather and that uh, you're starting to get back to a sense of normalcy here in the United States. Here in Virginia, we actually go into phase three on Wednesday. um, Our numbers look good. I uh, really commend our leadership throughout the Commonwealth uh, for keeping us safe, keeping us focused, not getting ahead of ourselves and ahead of the curve as other states have. My thoughts are with Texas, particularly the Houston area, and um, other places around the country, Florida, uh, South Carolina, they're all having spikes. It was inevitable. It's summer, people head to the beaches people going out to bars, it's summertime. Um, I just want to encourage you as a PSA of my own, wear your mask, wear your mask. If you go to Walmart, go to the grocery store, you go into Home Depot and you're going to be picking up things, put on a pair of disposable gloves and throw them away after you're done. But wear your mask. It's nothing political or uh, weak or Republican or Democrat or independent or any of the above about not wearing your mask in the middle of a global pandemic. Uh, The world has now surpassed something like 500,000 people who have been infected with the virus. Uh, Here in the United States, we've had over 126,000 deaths from the virus. We are the number one infected place on earth. Folks, numbers don't lie. Science is not about politics. It's really about the facts, right? And um, either we're containing the spread, we're flattening the curve, or we're not. So let's remember to put our mask on. It's not about you. It's about you protecting someone else. And you want them to protect you. I know I don't want anybody sneezing on me. I went to get my nails done um, over the weekend. And uh, they had the little plastic things up now in front of you. It's like you're at a bank teller, right, back in the old days. And... um, I thought it was interesting that the lady who does my nails, who I love, uh, she has allergies. She started coughing and sneezing, but she had her mask on and there was this plastic shield in front of us. And of course, I had my mask on, but I felt safe knowing that there was this plastic barrier and that she had a mask on to protect those germs from spewing out on me. And I had one on. And it's in moments like that that you're going to be grateful you put a mask on when you go to the store when you go somewhere and the unexpected happens and i'm seeing way too many people walk around out here without your mask on particularly the young people young people can get sick and die from the covid 19 virus it's not just the greatest generation it's not just our baby boomer parents or grandparents if you're a millennial let's take care of those we love let's take care of our neighbors our friends and even those we don't know because we all want to be well. And don't forget to, again, another PSA start stocking up on the hand sanitizer, uh, the toilet paper, the paper towels, any other things that you fell short on when everything happened in March because you got caught unaware. Stock up on those things because flu season starts October through March. And you can bet your bottom dollar that we're going to see an uptick and that we may experience some short-term shutdowns again or having to stay-at-home orders be in place. So be prepared. Uh, You can get cleaning supplies now. You can get things now that you couldn't get. Get them, keep them, set up a little storage area in your home or your garage like we have and many of our neighbors and friends have, and just take care of you and your family. Now, to the message today, Monday Motivation, I love Mondays. A lot of people love Friday. I'm a Monday girl. I like Mondays because Mondays start a new week, a new chance, a new opportunity, a do over. You get a clean slate. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, this weekend and I want to talk about this notion of black lives matter, all lives matter, blue lives matter, white lives matter. And I want to address that today because I'm honestly annoyed by it. And I'm annoyed because I'm going to speak frankly to you. It's time for us to grow up. In America, you don't see other people in other countries conducting themselves like this. This is a ridiculous uh, battle, fight, skirmish, dust-up that we've been having now in this country for 400 years around race. And it is holding us back. It is limiting our greatness. It's limiting our potential. Uh, don't tell me that you don't see me. Yes, you see color. Do not lie. I see color. I see gender. We're human, and we need to see each other. I want you to see that I am a black woman. I want to see that you're a Latino man because that's part of our humanity. It's part of our culture. It's part of our heritage. It's part of our perspective that we bring. This notion that somehow... uh, you're colorblind and you don't see color and you don't teach your kids to see color It's just preposterous of course we see color and I did a whole podcast on this and you should listen to it my job on this podcast this One America podcast is to help us to have those courageous difficult conversations that are about everything America whether it's our sports, our music whether we should take a knee or not whether we should be able to burn a flag or not Whether we should have uh, Black Lives Matter in solidarity and have peaceful protests or is there ever an appropriate time for riots. I take you back to the Boston Tea Party, which changed the trajectory of the colonies to become the great United States of America that we are. That's what this podcast is about. So if you're looking for some kumbaya, easy, nice talk, this isn't the place for you. I'm going to give it to you straight through my lens Uh, You can leave me a voicemail. Uh, That's one of the things you can do on this podcast. You can tweet me at IamSophiaNelson on Instagram. DM me on IamSophiaNelson. Facebook, IamSophiaNelson. Everything's IamSophiaNelson. Easy to find. You should be reading my columns every week in the Daily Beast. I'm now a senior columnist. Uh, I write as a columnist for USA Today. And I do some freelancing from time to time for the Washington Post and other outlets. I'm going to be doing more of that. I am on book sabbatical. Uh, Next book comes out May 2021. We're excited about that. And then there'll be another one right after that in 2022. And uh, very excited about that. So there's a lot of great things going on. I had some amazing news uh, last week. And uh, I cannot wait for you guys to find out about it. I shared a little bit on Facebook just that the contracts had been fully executed. And that just means that uh, I signed and. Uh, the other party signed, and it's been a long journey, but God is good, he's faithful, and I'm blessed, and um, I'm just getting started. I'm in my early 50s, and I am humbled and awed and excited about what's ahead of me. A lot of people at my age are plateauing, they're thinking about retirement 10 years from now, or they're just, they're empty nesters now, and they're trying to figure out what's my next act, and I just want to encourage you, if you're at midlife, your 40s through your 60s, um, you're just getting started. You can still fall in love. You can still have a new career. You can still have a fit, amazing, tight body. You can still be healthy. You can still uh, experience wonder and joy and peace and amazement. Uh, those things never die unless you want them to. Uh, but back to the conversation in hand, I'll talk more about Uh, this notion of aging and what we do on Wednesday Wisdom. But today on Monday Motivation, I really want to get into this debate because over the weekend, the President of the United States retweeted a video uh, with people in Florida protesting. And they were older people. It was, I believe, at a nursing home facility or retirement community, rather. And uh, white power was being shouted by one of the white men driving his golf cart. And the President of the United States thanked These amazing people and retweeted white power. Well, of course, all hell had broken loose by the time I woke up and saw it. Um, And it was all over the Sunday morning talk shows, and there was a lot of pushback. And finally, the tweet got taken down while the president was golfing on Sunday. And uh, there was a lot of controversy about it, as there should have been. It was appalling. It was disgusting. And I just want us to talk about this openly because I don't want us to be in denial about what's happening. We have a president. Who is a racist? He is. I mean, you can keep trying to dress it up and pretend that he's not, that he didn't understand. That's just bogus. Uh, From the moment he walked down those stairs when he announced for president in 2015 and started talking about rapist Mexicans and started stereotyping people and talking about uh, reporters and talking about Gold Star uh, families and their loved ones who had served and died. We've allowed this inappropriate, racist, xenophobic, frankly, disgusting behavior to continue. And I am alarmed by what I see. Most of all, as a Christian, as a person of faith, because I wouldn't have a friend like Donald Trump. I wouldn't wouldn't have a friend who talks like that. I wouldn't let them in my house. I wouldn't want to know them. I would be ashamed to be associated with them. And so... I want to talk about this white power and the way I perceive that white people are feeling. And please tweet me, hit me back, give me feedback because I want to hear from you. Um, Black Lives Matter, let me put this in a nutshell for you. Black Lives Matter is an organization I would encourage you to read the cover story of Rolling Stone magazine this month. uh, Written by a good friend of mine. um, And uh, it was started by three black women. So any notion that it is some type of radical, um, you know, Black Panther, uh, kill white people kind of movement is utterly offensive and ridiculous. Sean King did not start Black Lives Matter. He says a lot of stuff that you shouldn't believe. Okay? Let me just say that. People like to take credit for movements once they happen, but Black Lives Matter came out of Ferguson, Missouri. Um And Michael Brown uh, was shot and killed by a police officer there. And you remember there were protests and that's where the whole Black Lives Matter came out of. And the whole notion of saying Black Lives Matter, folks, is not that white lives don't matter. Of course they do. It's not that Latino lives don't matter. Of course they do. It's not that Asian lives don't matter. Of course they do. It's not that police officers lives don't matter. Of course they do. Every single human life is precious in God's sight and it should be in all of our sight. The reason for black lives matter as a mantra is because black lives seemingly do not matter in a country that was founded on slavery, that for 250 years legalized slavery, 100 years of Jim Crow, where black people were lynched, burned, raped, killed as they were during slavery. And not until the 1964-65 Civil Rights and Voting Rights Act did black people begin to inherit those rights guaranteed in the Constitution to all of us. The pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. And the whole notion of Black Lives Matter is specifically targeted at law enforcement and the notion that a black person like me, I've had it happen, Every member of my family's had it happen. Every black person I know has had it happen has been stopped by a police officer for some type of bogus reason and asked, whose car is this? Well, who the hell's car do you think it is, is what I want to say. But I know better than to say that because it could cost me my life. No person in America should lose their life at a traffic stop. No person in America who may have had too much to drink and pulled over their car to sleep it off should be awakened and harassed by law enforcement and then shot to death. Nobody should, for whatever reason, whatever background they have, you were a criminal in your past and you reformed and you found Jesus and you're walking down the street, smoking a cigarette and you go into a convenience store as George Floyd did and you pass what appears to be a counterfeit bill that turned out not to be a counterfeit bill and the cops are caught on you, you should not lose your life because of that. Dylan Roof killed nine black men and women in Charleston, South Carolina in 2015 who were peaceably assembled in their church, in their house of worship. This little punk walks in. He's white. They're all black. They welcomed him. They didn't tell him he wasn't welcome, even though they said he looked strange, even though they felt something might not be right. They were extending the love and grace of Jesus Christ, and he slaughtered them. And you know what? When law enforcement caught up with him, nobody ended up bloody, no broken bones, no busted face. Nobody ended up dead. He was taken peacefully. Given a flak jacket and, yes, taking the Burger King. White America, you better talk to me and explain to me how that happens again and again and again and again. Where white people can talk to police like they're crazy. Challenge them. Tell them they're not compliant. And if a black person so much as moves their hand the wrong way, in the car getting their registration, they can end up dead. While walking, while jogging, while sleeping, while eating, while in your college dormitory. This is why Black Lives Matter came into existence. Be clear. Stop the lying. Stop the gaslighting. Stop it. Because it is not helping our country. It's breaking our country. Black lives matter the same as white lives. The same as all lives. That's the point of the movement. So if you're putting up like I saw a uh, post this weekend that was debunked way back in I think 2015 where they had pictures of the Vietnam Memorial and showing Black Lives Matter uh, had defaced it that never happened I live 30 minutes from the Vietnam Memorial in the city of Washington You go there right now, you go there 10 years ago, nobody's defaced the Vietnam Memorial. These are lies, and they're being put out by the president's people, his supporters, by those who are calling for a race war. We're seeing this here in Virginia, post over the weekend by school teachers and people who uh, have businesses in the community talking about white power. So when the president retreats white power, we have a problem in our country. To my fellow citizens who are white You have got to stand up against this. You must know that this is not right. You must know that uh, the lie that people are coming to kill you and your kids or the lie that somebody's coming to take what's yours is a lie. You have to think this through and you have to use some common sense here. Black people want the same rights you have. We want to be peaceful. We want peace. And protest is at the very foundation of who we are. 99% of the protests were peaceful until these paid demonstrators from not so much the left as the media has said, but really from the right. The FBI has made clear, and again, I've said this again and again on this podcast, don't believe me, fact check it. The FBI director, Christopher Wray, has said again and again and again in testimony before Congress that the biggest threat, domestic terrorism that we have is not Antifa, I don't even know what that is. Uh, not Black Lives Matter, not the Black Panthers, not some leftist group, but white supremacist groups are on the rise. White supremacy is on the rise. And that comes out of ignorance and fear. So I say to you again, if you're one of these people out here blaming Black Lives Matter for what's going on in this country, you're missing this moment. I don't want to hear from another so-called friend because you're not going to be my friend long. If you begin to justify to me why George Floyd should have died the way he did on a street on a sidewalk with a knee in his neck because somehow he had done something in his past. Shame on you if you talk like that. Shame on you. God knows I don't want to be judged today in my 50s for something I did at 19. No, I've never broken the law or committed a crime. But that's not the point. I've done some pretty dumb stuff, and I've had too much to drink on occasion, and I've been out of control with my sorority sisters when I was young, and there are things in my life that have happened just like in yours that I would prefer people not know about. That's all of us, all of us are sinners, all of us fall short, but all of us are still children of God and so When the vice president of the United States and the president of the United States cannot say black lives matter, shame on them. Because when you say black lives matter, you're not saying that all lives don't matter. You're acknowledging that black people aren't treated the same, that the numbers don't lie for the disproportionate number of black people that die at the hands of law enforcement in this country. And then don't give me the, oh, well, black people kill each other. Yup, they sure do. So do white people kill each other. White people die at the hands of white people more than they do at the hands of black people. Same with black on black crime. That's a fact that doesn't negate the fact that I have to be afraid when a police officer pulls me over for a traffic violation that I might not survive that encounter because he may feel threatened. He may feel like I did something wrong and he may feel that he has to shoot me in broad daylight or turn his camera off or like Breonna Taylor In Kentucky be sleeping in her home. And they get the wrong house. They don't knock on the right door. Knockless warrant. And that girl ends up with eight bullets in her body. and EMT. And her killers are still walking free right now. This morning. Today. Is that the kind of America you want to live in? Because it's not the kind of America I want to live in. Black lives do matter. So let's clean it up. Let's stop playing games. And let's just start with a little bit of truth. This Monday, my word to you is that every white citizen in this country should be appalled at the mouth and the conduct of the president of the United States. No president in my lifetime, in my parents' lifetime, or my grandmother's lifetime, who's 90, has ever talked like this and acted this way. They would never dare. They know better. It's beneath the dignity of the Constitution, of the presidency, of who we are. We have a president who wants to divide us, who wants a race war. Who wants us to hate each other so that he can get reelected? It's a screed. It's, it's a deep, primordial, racist screed from a privileged white man who his whole life has never earned a damn thing. His daddy gave him his first few million dollars to play with. Everything he's gotten has been given to him. Not like the rest of us. Black, white, yellow, red, who have to work for it. Listen. If this country is going to stand, it's going to have to stop. We have too many partisans right now and not enough patriots, and we need patriots. Patriots don't put party over country. Patriots don't put a crazy president over the safety of our country. Another disturbing report that came out over the weekend was a bounty being placed on the head of our troops by the Russians. And that the president of the United States may have known about it and been complicit. Folks, if that's true, if that's true, that's treason. If that is true, he has sold his country and his countrymen and his servicemen out to a filthy communist dictator named Vladimir Putin. Let me be clear. I come from a military family that dates back to the Civil War. Men in my family on both sides, maternal paternal, have served in every war America has had since the Civil War. And we're tracing because we suspect we may have some that served even before that. The military, we're an Army family. We've had a few Air Force, a few Marines, but we're an Army family. My father, my brother, my grandfather, we're an Army family. And soon my youngest niece. And we love our military and we respect it. So any president that I know of who heard this report and intel confirmed it would at this moment have already retaliated against Russia, either with severe sanctions or with some type of military action or something to send a message that you don't ever mess with our troops. But nothing has happened but excuses and tweets and foolishness. Folks, wake up. Republicans, pull your head out of your asses and pull it together because this isn't working. You are in the wrong place in this moment in history. You are doing the wrong thing. You have wrecked the party of Abraham Lincoln. I don't know that it recovers. You know, someone got mad at me the other day as I was supporting a Republican official here in Loudoun County, Roger Zern, in his moment of peril over some perceived racist Facebook post that he made and if you know Roger you know that's not his heart took him down he's apologized he held a press conference he's apologizing in. but some Republican activist here who used to be the state party chair decided he was gonna shout me down and go what are you gonna go on CNN now and trash Republicans let me tell you something Mr. Whitbeck I don't need to trash Republicans you're trashing yourselves every single day and we all see it us never-Trumpers, those of us who know right from wrong, who will never have fellowship with this kind of filth and racism and misogyny and, and, and putting babies in cages. No, I'm not having fellowship with that. That's not the Republican Party I signed up for in 1988. So nobody's trashing you. You're trashing yourselves. You're failing in this moment. And history is going to be unkind as it remembers this moment, I promise you. Only Mitt Romney, and he can only hold his head up half the time because he waffles back and forth too. But Republican Party, you need to find your soul. You need to crawl out of that pit of slime that you're in with Trump. And you need to save the party and throw him overboard. Folks, black lives do matter. And when we say black lives matter, we're just saying we want to be treated like everybody else. That's all that means all that means. And Colin Kaepernick had it right when he took a knee in peaceful protest not protesting his country's anthem, not protesting his country, but protesting exactly what we saw at Rayshard Brooks, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and on and on and on and on. America, we have a problem. And we need to fix it. Take a deep breath and say it with me. Black lives matter. You'll feel better. Say it. Mean it. Understand it. Share it with your kids and explain why you want them to understand what that means. Folks, I pray you have a good week ahead. It's July 4th weekend coming up. Um, Make sure to social distance. No large crowds or gatherings. Keep that mask on. Stay safe. Let's get through this so that in 2021, maybe when this is all over, we can go back to life. Not as normal, because maybe we don't want to go back to that, but better. Life better. I love you guys. God bless you. Keep you. God bless the United States of America.